Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too. Hello and happy holidays everyone. It's almost the end of 2023 and this is sadly the last episode of 2023. So the only way I know how to do that right and celebrate this year is by going through my top 10 best lessons that I learned this year and ones that I want to take with me into the new year. So you must be wondering, Megan, uh, there's a whole other week in 2023. Why are you skipping it? Well, I know the last couple episodes I talked about how, you know, I've been feeling a little bit down on the podcast and I want to change some things. And I don't want to change them because I'm not getting the external results that I want, but I'm not getting the internal results that I want. Lately, this podcast has, and this is just honest, like it's been feeling more draining than it has been fueling for me. So I'm definitely not ready to say this is not for me, but I need to change some things because I'm not liking how it's making me feel. I'm feeling like it's kind of like a homework assignment that I just need to get done every week. I'm feeling pressured, rushed, and I want to adjust some things going into the new year. One of them is doing these bi-weekly. So that will give me more time to prep them. I really prepped this one and I'm really excited about it. But just starting a new job, also doing other little side hustles and wanting to really devote my energy to the things that I really want to devote my energy to in the best capacity. And this is one of those things that I still really want to explore and experiment with and, and try different methods and find what works for me. But I feel like I haven't been trying different things and, and adjusting where I need to as much as I should. And the first lesson we'll talk about after we pull a tarot card, of course, um, talks about that a lot and about how you have to change something if you want different results. So Without further ado, let's pull a tarot card, the last podcast tarot card of 2023. So there's a little extra magic, I feel like, in this lesson, a little bonus lesson, if you will, from the tarot card today. Let's see what we get. So the card that I got is the Six of Wands, and we've seen this card before. It is rising up from the dark and tangled branches, a beautiful butterfly. So let's read the card. From the dark and tangled branches emerges a butterfly. New life takes flight. If you're not reveling in the joy of success already, you will be soon. The Six of Wands is a card of victory, of rising up against the odds. The obstacles have been relentless, but now is not the time to look back upon them. The more pressing question is, where will you go with your new set of wings? Well, that's a great card to end this year on. And this has been quite the year for me. I have, and I hope I don't get too emotional um, during this, but I have had quite the year. Um, There's been a lot of ups and downs and all of them so necessary, so crucial to my path. I took the time to actually go explore the parts of myself that I, I hadn't ever explored before. It was scary to walk away from a stable job It was scary to walk away from friends and family and go travel the world by myself. It was scary to then come back and not have 
a stable job and, and be around all that same energy and societal pressure to have one. It was scary to try new things. It was really scary to start this podcast and continue to do this podcast. There were a lot of things and a lot of fears that I leaned into more so than I ever have before this year. So a lot of transformation was had and there were a lot of doubts and there still is and there those will probably never fully go away but i am so proud of myself i know that what i did this year will change the course of my life forever even though i don't feel great about every little thing that happened and i don't feel super sure about the future i never will but I am so sure that that was the right thing for me to do. And I know that just like the card says, this year will set me up to better understand myself and the direction that I want to go and am going moving forward. So I'm really grateful, really, really grateful to my intuition, to all the people that supported me and loved me along these difficult choices that go against the grain a little bit this year and who supported me in my successes and my failures. It means so much to me, especially even those of you that I don't know um, and that supported me online, even though, like I said, I, I still feel that I, I haven't shared as much as I wanted to on social media. I haven't shared as much as I wanted to on the podcast even, and I'm still struggling with that a little bit, but it's it's helped me learn so much. I've really been able to find my voice better and I'm still finding it definitely I'm still on that journey and I may always be but thank you for supporting me it has meant more than you will know really truly and actually recently and I don't you might have seen this if you follow me on Instagram and saw one of the latest reels that I posted it was just about doing things for my mind, my body, and my soul this year more than ever. And I asked in the caption, like, what is something great that you learned or did this year? And a few of you responded, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but somebody commented on this post and said, I learned from my mistake on being hurtful to you on one of your posts. I sent an apology, and although you never responded, I continue to follow you with a better understanding and attitude towards you. Take care. And I went back and I looked in my DMs and I found the conversation with this person who I had never responded to before, like he said. And he had sent me like some mean DMs for a continued period of time, I would say like a few months. And then you saw a shift in the messages that he was sending. And they went from cruel to an apology and then to kind messages. So I responded and I said, first of all, thank you. That really means so much. Second of all, I went back and found the mean comments and then the apology followed by kind comments. Being able to step back, reflect, and even apologize can be difficult for even the best of us sometimes. So hats off to you. People like you who are capable of that make the world a better place. And he responded and said, thank you so much for the kind words. Not sure I deserve them from you because it's not easy to forgive a person who had nothing but ugliness. And I must admit that your reply has me in tears. I appreciate you and love following you. Continued success in all that you do. You have a fan in me. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional now just reading it. And I was like, I'm right there with you. I feel really lucky to have been able to share this powerful moment with you. Because... 
I mean, that meant so much to me because being on social media for the last few years has been really challenging for me. Um, and I question everything I post and I've questioned who I was and why I was posting what I was posting and analyzing things people were saying and, and trying to figure out if they were, what they were saying was right. And if their judgments about me were right. And yet I still wanted to keep being me and like leaning into who I knew I was. And sometimes I like leaning into my femininity and being sexy and flirty and funny. And that's just part of my personality. And I felt when I got that message that like, that this is just me and I'm just trying to be me. We're all just trying to do our best, whether it's on social media, whether it's in our relationships, whether it's at our job or getting out of bed. We're all just trying to do our best. And, and it really just made me feel like just this tiny part of someone's growth just by being myself. I was so inspired that I could play a little role in that reflection just by being authentic. And it made me really want to keep doing that. And if I can make even a small impact like that on someone's life, then I need to keep doing what I'm doing because that's all I've ever wanted. That's, that's all that I've ever been good at and that I've ever known how to do. Like helping people on their journeys, growing on mine, that is what I'm here on this planet for. So that was such a good push for me and I'm so grateful for that moment and I'm so grateful for you, Richard, for sharing that and being brave enough to apologize and put that out there into the world. Um, the universe will thank you and serve you for that kind of love and that kind of reflection. So anyways, um, I'm really excited to keep moving forward with authenticity and leaning into all these beautiful lessons that I'm about to get into right now. My first favorite lesson of the year. I just posted this on my podcast Instagram. It is nothing changes if nothing changes. I defined this card as in order to see different outcomes in your life or achieve new goals, you must be willing to break away from old habits, routines, or approaches and make changes in your behavior, mindset, or environment. Because you don't have to keep living the same patterns and the same cycles in your life if you change something. And I know sometimes it's really hard to change something. Sometimes it's really hard to reflect like Richard did. And just like what I was talking about with the podcast, if I'm not liking what I'm seeing, if I want to be better and feel better about this podcast, then what can I change? Can I, can I give myself more time? Can I prepare the episodes better? What can I change? Can I bring more people on to like bounce off of? And if I don't adjust along the way, then I'm never going to get any different results. I'm never going to feel any better about myself or the podcast. Same with like, if you have patterns of how you fight in your relationships or how you interact with friends, like start by changing something small and see what works, see what doesn't work and change something else, you know? So moving on to number two is fill your cup before you fill others. I define this card as if you neglect your own well-being and constantly prioritize the needs of others, you need to fill your own cup first. In order to be in a good state physically, emotionally, and mentally to efficiently care for others and maintain balance. I learned this the most 
when I was traveling by myself. I saw how much I needed to fill my cup that I had basically never done before and not in the way that I needed to because I didn't know myself. I just was living on autopilot and not giving to myself first. And I realized that I couldn't be the girlfriend. I couldn't be the partner. I couldn't be the friend, the sister, the daughter that I wanted to be if I didn't fill my cup first. And again, cup is your well-being, right? So if I don't take, tend and take care of my well-being, then how am I going to be a good giver? How am I going to be good at what I love being good at? I can't. I'm going to be worse. Even if it doesn't feel like it, I will be. And I realized, again, like when I went abroad, I realized that I had been doing a lot of things kind of transactionally because I was so burnt out and exhausted and it built resentment towards who I was giving towards. I was giving and I was expecting excessive gratitude. I was expecting something in return, which makes it transactional. And that's not from a place of love anymore. So by taking care of my own needs first, then I'm such a better giver. So that was huge for me. And I still struggle with it sometimes. But it was one of the most valuable lessons that I learned this year and I want to take with me into the new year. Lesson number three, what you don't do determines what you can do. This is the boundaries one, right? This is the one all about saying no so that you can say yes to your dreams, to your future, and to what you really want. So I defined it as every decision you make includes trade-offs and has an opportunity cost. Your time, energy, and resources are finite. What you say no to reflects your priorities and influences the scope of what you can accomplish. I am still learning how to say no to a lot of the things that I intuitively want to say no to or that I have to sacrifice in order to say yes to a more important cause to me, a more important goal. So that can be activities, people, behaviors, and habits that do not or no longer serve me so that I'm able to say yes to the ones that genuinely do. And maybe there's, again, like there's trade-offs, just finding where my priorities are and really actively pursuing them in the way that is aligned with those priorities, physically, mentally, and emotionally. So again, kind of like taking care of myself first and my needs and my cup and not always saying yes to please others and give to others. So these, those two kind of go hand in hand, but they're different. <laughs> Number four, honesty without kindness is cruelty and kindness without honesty is manipulation. I saw this on like an Instagram reel or TikTok recently and I had to know more. I had to study it. I defined it as being honest in a kind, considerate manner is crucial for maintaining integrity and building trust in relationships while also using kindness as a cover for deception to maintain a facade or achieve a specific outcome can erode that trust and be ultimately damaging. And when I say I define like I did some research and put together these definitions from the way I feel about it and from what I know and what I learned. I just think it's important to remember that if you're being honest and it's it can be difficult to be honest sometimes, you need to just handle it with kindness and compassion. And that's where the balance comes in. Sometimes you have to have those hard conversations, even if you think, okay, like this might not be taken well, it's better to have those hard conversations, even if they make you uncomfortable, than it is to avoid them and use kindness as a cover. So striking that balance and really 
using empathy and having those conversations, but not doing it in a, in a cruel and unkind way that also creates a bigger divide. So it's really important and hard to strike that balance between kindness and honesty sometimes, whether it's with your partner or a friendship or any kind of relationship. This is honestly mostly about relationships, but it can also be with yourself. You know, if you avoid a feeling that you don't want to deal with because it's uncomfortable and you act like everything's fine, you're, you're doing the same thing to yourself. So handle your own shortcomings and mistakes with kindness, but be honest with yourself. And same goes to outwardly in your relationships. Be kind, but be honest and find the balance between those two things. Okay, number five, enjoy the journey even if you haven't arrived at the destination. I defined it as in order to sustain motivation, reduce stress and doubt, and find joy and fulfillment in the pursuit of our goals, we need to appreciate the growth in the journey itself, not just reaching the destination. Success isn't just celebrating the big win and the destination. It's about celebrating the little wins and all the progress you're making along the way. It's about learning from the setbacks and overcoming them. Whether your journey or your goal is having a podcast like me, or it's losing weight, starting a business, learning a new skill, instrument, language, whatever it may be, be able to look back on the progress because I promise you it'll help you keep going and see the end goal better. So I'm getting better at this and looking back at the progress that I've made over the last year, even if I'm not where I want to be yet. So I suggest you do the same on any journey and goal that you are working towards. Number six is feelings buried alive never die. That's something that I think we're all on a journey to learn. And I drew on the front of this card like a skeleton trying to escape a casket. So I define this as if emotions are not acknowledged, expressed, or processed, they will linger on and impact various aspects of one's life and limit growth and development. This can lead to self-sabotage, resentment, suffering, and breakdowns. Again, similar to the other card, choosing superficial peace by avoiding hard feelings or hard conversations, you keep yourself from achieving real peace through processing and dealing with those unresolved feelings that live in your emotional and even physical body sometimes. So if there's something that you know you're not addressing within you, whether you think it's gone forever or not, it's not. It will come back even if it's subconscious. Your body will remember it until you address it. Okay, number seven. Love this one. Uh, the opinions of those not in the arena don't define your battle or your victory. So I define it as... This is based off Teddy Roosevelt's famous man in the arena quote. We needn't give the same weight to any criticism or judgment made from those who sit on the sidelines and don't take the same risks themselves. Again, when I'm listening to criticism from people who would never put themselves out there in the way that I put myself out there and I'm taking a risk and a chance, those opinions are often projected fears and judgments that have nothing to do with me. I need to let the noise be noise. For me lately, it's of course on the podcast, taking opinions on being an influencer and, and putting myself out there on social media in any way, yoga teaching, changing career paths, overcoming personal fears and growth. It can also happen to athletes, entrepreneurs, artists, musicians, parents, people who are in the fitness industry, relationships, education, 
etc. They could be completely well-intentioned, even if you're getting advice about something that's unsolicited and they have no idea because they've never experienced what you're experiencing. Sometimes you just need to take it with a grain of salt or not take it at all and let that flow right over your head and just focus on you and, and listen to the people who actually do know the complexities of the situation that you're going through and who've experienced something similar in some way or another. So just keep that in mind when you're listening to criticism and opinions from people not in the arena. Let it go. Let it go. Let it be noise. Don't take it too seriously. All right. Anyways, number eight, choose the joy that lasts not the quick fix that fades. So I define this one as meaningful, lasting sources of happiness, fulfillment are better than temporary, superficial pleasures. It may require more patience, effort, self-control, discipline, and gratitude, but ultimately it is way more valuable and worthwhile. Plus, it's good to hone all of those skills and qualities as well. For example, the obvious one, social media versus real life connections and social media validation and external validation versus internal and intrinsic rewards and validation. Healthy food versus junk food, meaningful goals versus short-term easy wins and distractions, um, quality learning and growth versus mindless, easily digestible, shallow content. So just making those conscious decisions and being aware when you're kind of getting sucked into the easy, cheap version of the dopamine and loving yourself enough to start to choose the longer term wins that are going to serve you better at the end of the day. Number nine is to realize one's destiny is a person's only obligation. And this is from The Alchemist. <laughs> I was doing, I was making these cards yesterday and I was using The Alchemist book to steady myself while I was writing. And I saw that quote on the back of the book and I was like, what a great lesson. What a great lesson to kind of encompass the whole year for me. Like this is what my whole year has been all about. So of course I have to include this one. I defined it as life is a journey of self-discovery and realization. Following your true path that is unique to you can bring true fulfillment and purpose, spiritual, personal growth, authenticity, unique worldly contributions, positive influence, collective well-being, inner peace, divine connection, service, and alignment. Um, following an inner calling and breaking away from a status quo isn't always easy, as we know, and taking a whole new path comes with challenges and fear, but can arguably be worth a whole lot more in the long run if we choose to follow that path instead of the easy one. It may be easy in the short term, but in the long run, you'll look back and be like, damn, I wish I listened to that intuition. I wish I lived my life for me and who I really am rather than please the world around me. This might not be true for you, but this is true for me. And this has changed everything for me this past year. The last and final lesson of the year. It's a quote and it says, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. What a beautiful quote. And then I defined it as a balanced and mindful approach to life that emphasizes accountability and empowered action and a constructive mindset while also letting go of futile worry and stress over the things outside of our control. So this can be applied if you lose a job, go through a breakup, relationship hangups, uh, cycles and challenges, health conditions, body issues, past events, 
politics, weather, family dynamics. Like we we come from a society that worries about every little thing. And there's a lot of things that we worry about that we can't control. And there are a lot of things that we worry about that we can control and do nothing about. So knowing the difference between what is what and taking action where we need to and letting go of what we don't need to waste our resources and our energy on. So those are my top 10 lessons for the year. I'm going to try and bring those with me into 2024. And I hope that they can help you in some way um, in your journey. Like I said, it's the last of 2023. So have a fantastic holiday season and new year. I can't wait for 2024 and all the great things that I'm excited to do with this podcast. So I love you guys. Have the best next couple weeks and I will see you in 2024. Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too.